Hello, this is Sukrit from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 14th of October. Today, the Central Bureau of Investigation conducted raids across 50 locations in Sikkim and West Bengal in connection with an alleged passport racket, the Hindustan Times reported. The CBI also apprehended an agent and a senior superintendent at the Passport Seva Lagu Kendra in Siliguri. An ANI report said that the raids were conducted after the CBI received credible information that a private citizen had connived with government officials to get passports issued on the basis of forged documents. It is alleged that passports were issued to ineligible people, including non-residents, in exchange for bribes. PTI said the CBI has registered a case against 24 people involved in the passport racket. The list includes 16 government officials besides private individuals. The CBI's search spans multiple locations, including Kolkata, Siliguri and Gangtok. Today, an international, high-speed passenger ferry service between Tamil Nadu and Sri Lanka resumed service after nearly 40 years. It connects Nagapattinam on Tamil Nadu's coast to Kanke Santurai in northern Sri Lanka. The high-speed ferry was flagged off at 8.15am by Sarbananda Sonowal, Union Minister for Ports, Shipping and Waterways, and E.V. Velu, Tamil Nadu Minister for Public Works, Highways and Minor Ports. The ferry can accommodate 150 passengers. It will start from Nagapattinam at 7am and reach its destination by 11am. It will then set off again from Kanke Santhurai at 1.30pm and return to Tamil Nadu by 5.30pm. A private agency working with the Shipping Corporation of India will sell the tickets for the ferry, which costs just under rupees 8,000 each for a one-way trip. The Hindu quoted a state official as saying that the ferry will make daily trips to and from Sri Lanka until 23rd October. After that, the service will be suspended for two months due to expected rough weather, resuming in January next year. The Delhi High Court on Friday dismissed the anticipatory bail application of rape-accused Pramodai Khaka's two children. Khaka, an ex-official of the Women and Child Development Department, is accused of raping a minor girl in his care multiple times at his residence between November 2020 and January 2021. His two children, a 19-year-old daughter and a 21-year-old son, have been accused of abetting the crime. According to the FIR, the victim had informed Khaka's children about the rapes but they disbelieved her. Later on, Khaka's son even procured a pregnancy test which confirmed that the minor girl was pregnant. Khaka's wife then got the victim abortion pills to terminate her pregnancy. The son and the daughter's anticipatory bail was opposed by the special public prosecutor Rupali Bandopadhyay. She said that Khaka's two children were non-responsive as their mobile phones had been switched off for the past month. She argued that Khaka's daughter had failed to inform the appropriate authorities even after the victim informed her of the abuse. The SPP concluded that both of Kaka's children had actively abetted the crime and should not be granted bail. A total of six ex-Congress legislators announced their return to the state party in Punjab, the Indian Express reported. The leaders met with Congress General Secretary K.C. Venugopal in New Delhi. These include Rajkumar Varka, Balbir Singh Sidhu and Gurpreet Singh Kangar from the BJP and Hans Raj Josan, Dr. Mohinder Singh Rinwa and Jeet Mohinder Singh Sidhu from the Akali Dal. Yesterday, the Akali Dal had expelled Josan and Rinwa for anti-party activities. Meanwhile, Jeet Mohinder Sidhu had resigned from the Akali Dal on Thursday. Punjab Congress Chief and MLA Amarinder Singh Waring said on X that various senior leaders from Punjab had expressed their desire to join Congress 
and they would be formally inducted into the party. Meanwhile, Punjab BJP chief Sunil Jakhar said that he had not been aware of the three BJP leaders' switchover. He said, and I quote, It is very unfortunate. I take full responsibility. We will examine the shortcomings which led to this. Unquote. Listeners, it has been over one week since Newslix offices were sealed. The media outlet's editorial team is working from home using crowdsourced devices with the threat of further police action looming. My colleague Pratyush Deep spoke to several Newsclick staffers and journalists about the hardships they are facing. Read his report titled Skeletal Strength Shows Hit Newsclick Struggles to Publish with Borrowed Devices. The reason we are able to do stories such as these is because we do not rely on political parties or corporations for support. We are an ad-free news organization that relies only on you, the reader, to support us. So if you're not part of our independent news ecosystem already, head on to newslaundry.com slash subscribe and choose a subscription plan of your choice. Our subscription starts at Rs 900 per quarter. Today, health officials in Gaza said that in the past 24 hours, Israeli airstrikes have killed 320 people in the enclave, including women and children, Al Jazeera reported. Residents of the northern part of Gaza are fleeing in anticipation of a ground offensive by Israeli forces. However, the escaping civilians were also struck by Israel's air raids, causing massive casualties. Since the conflict started, over 2,215 Palestinians have died and well over 8,000 are injured. Dr. Ashraf Al-Kidra, spokesperson of Gaza's Ministry of Health, said in a statement and I quote, the Ministry of Health urgently demands the opening of the crossings to take the sick and wounded out for treatment abroad and to bring its emergency needs of medicines, medical consumables and fuel to hospitals and medical centres in light of the power outage due to the Israeli aggression. We fear that thousands of wounded and sick people will lose their lives due to the catastrophic situation in the health sector. Unquote. Currently, the Rafa crossing is the only way out of Gaza. It is located at the enclave's southern border with Egypt. However, even this location has experienced airstrikes over the last few days, causing delays and costing lives. Meanwhile, the second Operation Ajay flight brought 235 Indian citizens back to the country today. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you on Monday. News Laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com slash subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest News Laundry experience, download our app. Watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports. Stay informed. Pay for news. Protect democracy. Save the world. Save the world.